Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. All right, guys, welcome to another special of Bear Archery's Hunting 101's Cook Wild, presented by our friends over at Camp Chef. It is the fall, which we all know that is hunting season. It's deer hunting season. We're spending a lot of time in the woods, but that also means that it's football season. Football. I love, dude, I get in trouble a lot of times because I watch football when I'm in my tree stand. Mm-hmm. And last year, I actively messed up a deer that was trying to come in because Texas A&M scored a touchdown, and I got mad and yelled. I believe it. it. So it happens. But so if I'm not out hunting, I'm spending time right here in the man cave, right here in the dojo. I've got two TVs. You can't see the other one, so I'm usually always watching football in here. Um, and I'm a big game time football snack guy like i like game food absolutely and my wife knows that like she'll text me like an hour before the game and she'll say i'll have game food ready i'm like yes you will (laughs) um i like game food i like eating while i watch the game so we're here covering some game food for you to make out of your wild game it's a friday so you've got saturday for college football you've got sunday for nfl football give these game foods a try with your wild game Welcome to Bear Archery's Hunting 101 podcast, where hunters new and old come to learn and find inspiration from stories of hunts gone by. Everyone is welcome to enjoy the outdoor way of life, and there is no better time to start than right now. So let's head into the great outdoors with your host, Dylan Ray. Guys, if you're a traditional archer and you have not checked out Three Rivers Archery, what are you waiting for? Three Rivers Archery is your one-stop shop for all things traditional archery. They have the largest in-stock selection of of traditional archery equipment anywhere. Same-day shipping, very, very, very knowledgeable. Listen, I use Three Rivers all the time. If I've got a question on tuning, if I've got a question on broadheads, if I've got a question on brace height or anything like that, I use Three Rivers for everything. They know the products because they use the products. Three Rivers Archery is by far the gold standard when it comes to traditional archery. So guys, if you're just getting into traditional archery, I would encourage you to use Three Rivers as a resource for knowledge and understanding and growing and learning and as a place to get all those products that you're going to be needing as you take this journey. All right, Mike. So we are uh, talking game food football gay football day game food yeah um i'm a big fan of of game day food nachos wings mm-hmm. cheese All the good dips, stuff. whatever i like to just eat a lot yeah. especially when we're playing bad that's how i comfort myself <laughs> i agree which is all the time so yeah um we're gonna talk about three different kind of recipes mm-hmm. that they can make with game food one being uh Something to make with big game. Mm-hmm. One being something to make with dove. It's dove season right now. A lot of guys are out dove hunting. Um, and then one to make with quail and or pheasant. So 
let's dive into Dove Poppers, kind of your appetizer of the, the day for game day. You're making Dove Poppers. What are you doing with it? How are you doing it? So that was actually my introduction to game when I was younger. Uh, I remember going to an event and somebody... Did they make them for a game? It actually wasn't for a game. Oh, that was just somebody... Man, that would have been cool, though. It would have been cool. It would have been a great introduction. I should have just made it up for the you story. and just said, yeah. You know, Dude, liars but, always succeed. Yeah, I'm sorry. But um, I couldn't bring myself to do it. Mm. So, um, but yeah, they were basically saying, you know, Hey, it's not a whole lot of meat. So what we're going to do is just kind of bacon wrap it. We're going to put a jalapeno in there and some cream cheese and stuff like that. And, uh, we're going to elevate ours a little bit more than that. But, uh, how do you elevate something more than bacon, bro? I mean, we're just going to make it a little bit better. We're going to add some more, uh, seasonings into the cream cheese and things like that to make it a little bit better. But so what uh, are you adding? What are you doing? Um, I, I love ranch powder. I mean, who doesn't love ranch? You know what I mean? So add some stuff like that. We're going to add some more cheese into the cream cheese. Um, add some... Uh, you Making know. the cheesy cream cheese? Yeah, absolutely. Oh so we'll add some uh, green onion into there as well. Make it extra delicious. So uh, it's going to be right, fantastic. So you're just cream cheese in it, adding like sharp cheddar. Yep, absolutely. Sharp Jack, cheddar. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, adding cheese to your cheese to make there it cheesy you go. cheese. We'll, we'll chop up some green onion, throw that in there as well. Add some ranch powder. So it's almost like a cheese ball going inside. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be fantastic. That so, will definitely comfort me when we're losing. Yeah, and then we'll use a barbecue rub on um the bacon. No, it's oh. it's gonna go on our on our game. You know what I mean to give oh, it yeah. some extra some extra flavor. What if you do like candy bacon? We could definitely do candy bacon. You want to do that? <laughs> oh my gosh, we'll do the candied bacon. I saw a thing and they made bacon. What they call it? Uh. Something twists. And they basically oh, yeah. like brown we twist sugar, up the bacon. Yeah. Brown sugar, crushed red peppers. Yeah. Twisted that up. Mm-hmm. Cooked it like that. Okay. Oh this, my gosh. This is gonna be a whole new thing, like where you're trying to figure out how to name the chicken fried chicken. We'll oh, get into that, that later bad. though. Yeah. It was what was it? Chicken we made chicken fried elk. Right? Yeah, it was like a chicken fried steak, but we put chicken skin on top of it and we're trying to figure out how to name it. But like, it was elk too, I think. It may have been, but so it was like chicken fried chicken, chicken fried chicken elk steaks. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, yeah. we're not getting back on that conundrum. No, because yeah, that was that took a while. Dove poppers for an appetizer. Yeah. Moving on, we've got two other game. Day, uh, pretty much all game day food is like appetizer style food. Yeah, and it can be obviously. Um, so moving into, do you want to go the small one or the big one? Small one. Okay, so let's go into boneless wings. But it's also wings. my favorite. Yeah. So I did all throw down on wings. Yeah. So we're going to do a boneless wing with quail. Mm-hmm. So that'll be fantastic because there's two different ways we can go about this. So we can do a dry brine or a wet brine. So if you want to do more of like a Chick-fil-A style. First off, what, if, what even is that? So when you're brining your meat, you're introducing all this flavor to it and help keep it more juicy. So uh, if you so want it's a fancy way of saying marinade, kind of. Okay. But uh, if you want to do a, a wet brine, uh, you can do it like kind of Chick-fil-A style. And that's where people will use like uh, pickle, pickle juice. juice yeah. So uh, you let that soak in there for, you know, obviously quail isn't too big. And you just you even cut it down into the size that you want and uh, let that sit two to four hours, something like that. And then by the time you want to, you know, batter it, um, we'll have a seasoned flour recipe set up for you guys. And... We'll make sure it's fantastic, but you'll basically take it out, 
get it ready. You can even double dip it, you know, in both of them, get it extra crispy. We'll have it ready to fry. You can even air fry it if you want to, to keep it a little bit more um, healthy. If that's your no, thing. Dude, it's game yeah. day food. Yeah. So I'm just saying there's an option. There's if, no you such know, thing as game day food that's healthy. We're sitting here like in a gym, essentially. Yeah. So I just thought, you know. But but, but it's game day. Okay. Game yeah, day I mean, doesn't matter. So yeah. yeah, you just do whatever. So yeah, we'll we'll deep fry it, you know, whatever. Game day calories don't count. Yeah. We could even make a special sauce, you know, if we want to have like a nice little dipping sauce, kind of like the remoulade sauce or oh, uh, the remoulade sauce is amazing. I mean. Which is. It's kind of like a Chick-fil-A sauce. Kind of. You could just better. drink it if you want. I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. I'm sorry, Chick-fil-A. I was going to say, why would you? That's God's that? chicken. You're I setting me up that. for failure. Because that's God's chicken. I can't. It, that's. Yeah. So the dry brine is basically just uh, making a bunch of dry seasonings together and you're seasoning it and letting it sit again for a little while. And then you're uh, breading your chicken, frying it. And same thing. Keeps it juicy, nice and flavorful. It's not going to be your dry you know, poultry that you're used to, you know. Now, if you've never eaten quail, the moment you try it, you're going to become a quail hunter. Hmm. Because it's if you like chicken, I mean, you're going to like quail. We, as a family, for several years, we did wild game Thanksgiving. And even the family that doesn't like, quote-unquote, wild game, uh, they would they would like the pheasant and the quail because it's just a really clean white meat very 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 much like chicken so this is going to be a phenomenal way to anything you would incorporate chicken with um would be a really good thing to use quail and pheasant for especially these kind of chicken uh chicken wings boneless chicken wings um would be fantastic so now something exciting that we're going to be doing from now on we're going to be putting all of these recipes on the bear archery website so go to beararchery.com and all of these recipes will live right there so if you just want to look at the recipes and instructions on how to make them just go to beararchery.com and there will be a section for all of the cook wild recipes mike's gonna have to get to work and and make all the ones for the past ones we've done but you can go there and find all the recipes and how to make these now on to the big one yeah first off before we dive into this what is Birria. So birria essentially started out, you know, as this delicious soup and it was more made with like goat or lamb. But uh, the way we see it now so in America, on a sheep hunt. I mean, you can try, I Homeboy guess. I can't afford you, that. Yeah. But um, now we see it uh, more. You'll see tacos everywhere. Birria tacos, oh, quesadilla yeah. tacos, things like favorite. that. Yeah, they're so good. So, um, it's typically just made with beef, any kind of beef. I, I like to do it with uh, brisket because it's fantastic, but, uh, it's beef that's simmered down with a bunch of, you know, like peppers and onions and seasonings, like all kinds of delicious stuff. Yeah. So I thought it'd be cool to do since it's fall, it's getting cooler out. Let's do a chili, but do it like birria style. You know, we'll add all these delicious, uh, peppers and onions and stuff into the broth it's not necessarily just peppers in there, but we're going to add these peppers. We're going to blend them down so you kind of get like the pepper flavor that's like mixed into the broth. So it's going to be nice and thick. It's going to be smoky and it's going to be just delicious. So we're going to have like this, whether it's elk, whether it's venison, you can even do it with, um, you know, if you have boar or anything like that, you know, whatever you have, you could really incorporate into this beautiful chili and, you know, throw it on top of some 
eat it as a bowl or throw it on to some chips with cheese or whatever you want to do. So how does making birria, how does that process even go? Like what's different uh, f- from that than just, you know, making regular chili? So what, um, so typically you will have like your meat cooking off to the side, you know, you can have like with your onion and your garlic and whatever seasonings you want. And then in another pot, you'll be, um, cooking, like rehydrating your, your peppers, you know, you'll have a decent amount of different types of peppers already. Um, you'll even add, um, a little bit of some things, um, like cinnamon even, you know, which is kind of sounds odd, but you know, you don't get like this overwhelming cinnamon flavor, for example. Yeah. So, uh, once your peppers are hydrated, you'll take them to a blender with a little bit of the, the water, you know, and you can even add your things like, uh, your cumin and, uh, maybe a little bit of clove, things like that, blend it up, strain it, um, to where you're just getting like the juice instead of like some of the pulp from the, the peppers. And then you'll add that to your, your meat that's been, you know, simmering and is, you know, softened by this time. So if you're using, you know, ground venison or, or whatever you're using, you know, you can add that and uh, the, your peppers are actually a thickener as well. So that's nice because it's going to make your, your chili nice and thick as well. So you're using, you're not using like backstrap steaks, you're using ground meat for this? So you could use either. Um, so that's the beautiful thing about it. You know, there, there are different versions of chili to where you can either use ground stuff or you could even cube it up and uh, kind of like simmer it until it's like kind of falling apart to where it's like yeah. shreds and then adding it almost to where you like almost have a... Burn-ins, like, but... Yeah, exactly. But it's like kind of like a, like a con carne kind of a yeah. style, you know, so it's beautiful. So there's different styles of chili depending on, you know, the region you live. You know, here, obviously, our chili is more of a ground meat, you know, kind of yeah. a chili. But if you're from, you know, New Mexico or something like that, your chili might be more of a chile, you know, that is more shredded meat. Yeah. So uh, this well, I was just to- curious because every time I've ever had birria tacos, like mm-hmm. at the Mexican joint here in town or when you make them, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a shredded steak. Exactly. And then you mentioned ground beef. So I was like, well, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. What are we doing here? So it could be either. Is, and uh, So birria is not necessarily the style the way the meat is cooked it's by that i mean ground steak or you know it's the the method of cooking it yeah yeah. and it's it's like the the origin of how they did it and i and i i'm gonna 100 on this but um to me it's like you know when you think of goat like i've had goat before and it's delicious but there's definitely a taste to it you know which is essentially what we're talking about here you know it's like you're talking about eating things like you know elk venison things like that and you know it's not necessarily the most ideal flavor to a lot of people out here. So when you go back to initially thinking about goat, you know, it may not have been what everybody wanted. So when you're making something like birria, you're adding, you know, your onions, your garlic, your peppers and things like that to maybe make it more palatable to people, you know? So um, when you had birria, maybe as in its early conception, you know, it's like it was made to be palatable to people. So it's like more like, Hey, this is, for us to eat instead of just being like, we have to eat this. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, it's something you want to eat. So th- it's almost like the perfect fit for people who don't like wild game. Exactly. Cause that's what it was made to do. Yeah. Now, birria has become one of my favorite, favorite things to eat. Like if mm-hmm. I see it at a restaurant, that's what I'm getting. Absolutely. Now it's also not super, super popular i mean a lot of mexican restaurants aren't going to have it mm-hmm. so it's it's a trend that is definitely taking off but not everyone is doing it yet 
just like um so it's like a really authentic type of mexican food right yeah it is and you know that's not to say everyone's doing it uh, a super you know that's why taco bell ain't got it yeah exactly oh. hey i have a question for, for you oh <laughs> is taco bell the best mexican food in america because if you go off of revenue generated by a mexican restaurant it's taco bell you go off of locations in america it's taco bell well, that's a ridiculous question, though. So obviously, it's, I mean, but what else can you measure to say something else is better? I mean, if you're going by sales, you're going to say, okay, so McDonald's has the best fries in America because they're going exactly. by sales. But that's ridiculous. <laughs> you're just trying to I, set me up. I, yeah, I am. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but Birria is a very, to me, it's a way to impress people. Like, because when you have Birria, it, Seems really fancy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it seems like a lot goes into this. Yeah. It's, and so and this is a way to, like, incorporate your wild game for somebody to be like, man, this is a, a real recipe. And that's why. I mean, there's a lot of care that goes into it. Yeah. You know, so that's why this is, and I think, will be an amazing dish because, you know, it's there's some steps to it. But um, I think it's going to elevate what you're doing at home. And uh, this is probably going to be a, a go-to recipe for a lot of people because um, it's not really hard to do. It's just, you know, there's there's some things that you probably haven't done or, you know, depending on the region you're in, you know, it's probably things that you might do all the time. But uh, Call me crazy. Here's what I'm going to do. Okay. I'm going to make a jalapeno popper, Juicy mm-hmm. Lucy. Okay. And put birria chili on top of it. I like it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that'll be good. That's game day food. Some cheese fries. If it doesn't make your heart hurt a little bit while you're eating it, it's not good game day food. I agree. Like if you don't have to chase the food with Mountain Dew just so your chest doesn't hurt, Mm -hmm. you're not really doing game day right. Or Pepto or something. My friends over at First Form, the supplement company, they're not going to like this episode with how I'm talking. (laughs) (laughs) Brought to you by First Form. (laughs) Brought to you by First Form. If your chest doesn't hurt when you're eating your game day food, you're doing it wrong. Oh, Lord. No, guys, these are some really fun ways to try and just impress your game, uh, your game buddies. Uh, I'm the type of guy, I lock myself in the garage. I don't want anybody watching the game with me. Um, I want to be completely alone. Because of the yelling. Because of the yelling, yeah, and the rage. Um, But if you're the type that likes to have a lot of people over, these are going to be great ways to impress them. If you're like me and you just like to sit in solitude and consume your weight in wings, then these are some really cool ways to incorporate wild game into this Saturday or Sunday's game day feast. So guys, give these a shot. But as always, thank you so much for listening. And again, head over to beararchery.com to get all of these cook wild recipes from here on out moving forward so that you can try them at home. Tune in Monday. I should have told Mike not to move because it's important that he doesn't move because the brand new two of the brand new 2024s are on that wall right behind you. And on Monday... Mike's going to move and you get to see those new bows. So tune in right here on Monday to see all the new bows from Bear Archery. It's going to be a banger of a year on their release. You're going to want to see them. You're going to want to shoot them. So tune in right here on Bear Archery's Hunting 101 to hear all about the new bows next Monday.